Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. I know this is a little bit of a later in the week episode, but if you remember from last week's episode, I was taking a trip back to my hometown, and I can't wait to tell you guys all about that. But first, this week, we have Mercury trining Pluto retrograde, which actually starts today. We have the full moon in Aries on Sunday, and then on Saturday, Pluto stations direct back into Capricorn. And this full moon is going to be sextile Saturn retrograde, and it is also going to be opposite Venus in Libra. So what does that mean for you? It's going to be a hot weekend, I can tell you that. And we are beginning the Mars era, I should say. We just recently kind of got out of, still a little bit in, the whole Venus-Mercury these last few months, and now we are about to enter Mars territory. Again, we're starting out with a full moon in Mars' sign, and then Mars transits retrograde stations retrograde at the end of October I think it's the 30th I don't think it's the 31st I'm pretty sure it's the 30th but you know we'll be doing lots of talking about Mars retrograde so don't even worry about that that's going to be on this week's episode I want to remind everyone to follow me on social media. TikTok and Instagram is definitely where it's at. Where it's at TikTok, um, you're going to get more of just my weekly postings, my daily postings about the astrology of the week. I sit, I write my notes, and then throughout the week when I'm out there actually living these astrology transits, I new things come to me and I talk about them on TikTok. I post a few of them on Instagram. Instagram is definitely where you're at if you want to see a little bit more of my personal life, my kids, all of that stuff. But if you want to stick to just the astrology, go to TikTok. Thank you, everyone, again for telling people about my podcast, posting about it on social media. That just makes my heart so happy. You guys have no idea how much you're helping me out. This is the best way right now to help this podcast. I'm doing it fully from my soul, my love. We've been going on three years now almost since I started this podcast. I don't ask for donations. I don't ask for Patreon. None of that. I'm like fully self-supporting. Maybe one day. I'm not against that. It just hasn't been what I've been doing the best way you can support this again is by getting this out there whatever way you can when someone posts on social media hey you know what's your new favorite podcast or what's a podcast I could show you know you could tell me about all that stuff when you guys say the weekly awakening podcast each time that helps me so much so I just want to thank you guys who continue to do it all the time I love you guys so much and I really appreciate so let's talk about this weekend coming home so Mercury stationed direct yay we're out of mercury retrograde and when that weekend was finishing when we were turning direct i went back to my hometown of western pa believe it or not i am a country girl some of you who know me you know know that about me but i spent the first 23 years of my life in the country i'm sorry first 18 years then i lived in pittsburgh and then i came out here to philadelphia and i love going home when i tell you the country like i went to public high school and i graduated with i don't know i think it was 75 people 78 somewhere in that and pretty much everyone i graduated with i went to preschool with so as you guys know i'm a virgo rising so is my sister believe it or not so is my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law we're all virgo risings but my sister and I both planned this trip this trip like a month ahead at the same time had no idea that it was coming like right before Mercury retrograde and we planned it and came in almost identical at the same time and left within a day we came in within a day of each other and left within a day of each other 
Both plan this Mercury retrograde, go back to her hometown, go back to see friends, go back to see family, very retrograde And it went out so, it went so well. You know, it's so funny, again, that my sister and I both planned this as Mercury was moving direct into our first house. And I have my moon there, too. So in the first house, we look to our early childhood. We look to the beginnings of our life. We look to the first 20 years of our life as well, not just our identity, but like earlier times you know and I have the Virgo moon there so again like my earlier environment and we went back and it was a really special trip I brought my kids back I brought my mom and for the first time my kids got to see really where I grew up I think they went when they were babies but not since they were older adults and they got to see my friends and it was so fun we got to see I mean it literally is a blast from the past we went back and I had my step family Three step siblings, my stepmom, we went and saw them, my sister, my brother-in-law, all the kids. We had an amazing time, and it was crazy. My one stepbrother I hadn't seen in probably 10 years since my dad died. He died 12 years ago, and it was like, no, time has passed. Same with my other stepbrother. Just weird, you know, when you people you form that early childhood bond with, you can leave and not see them for a long time, and then you come back, and it is like nothing has changed same with friends, same with family. I mean, I think that's what's so special about these bonds we build, you know, in our first 20 years of life. Again, you know, you might have just hung out with this person every day in high school, but then you leave, life changes, you come back, and it's like, again, nothing has changed. So, and let me tell you one more thing I love about Western PA. When I moved to out here to Philly, I was like, why is everyone so mean? Like, why doesn't anyone say thank you when they hold the door open? Why doesn't anyone want to talk? Why do they look at me like I'm nuts when I want to talk? And so it was so good to be back in Pittsburgh and Western PA where I grew up, especially even more so there in the country because we went to Walmart, the Walmart I grew up going to, and the, within the first time there, this older man comes up to me and was like, I just won the lottery and I want to give you some money to buy some kids, some your your kids, some toys. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, here's money. You know, the first three times I got into an elevator, everyone just started talking. Hey, how did they look up at me? How's your day going? And I was like, wow, we're really doing this. We're talking. Okay. Okay. It's been a while, but I'm excited for this. This was my whole life. I'm like, so good. How's your day? You know, and each person was friendlier than the next. And that was definitely some good energy to, again, be back in. Because in Philly, it's funny. You're in the elevator and they look down, look the opposite. And you can feel them thinking like, please don't say hi to me. Please don't say hi to me. Please don't say hi to me. Are they looking at me? What am I going to do? You know, in Western PA, it's like, hey, how are you? What's going on? What are you doing here? Everyone wants to know. And again, that was great energy to be around. And it was such a fun time. Such a blast from the past. You know, again, I saw some friends I hadn't seen in many years. I'm grateful. And then my kids loved it. They loved Western PA. They loved Pittsburgh. I can't wait to go back. And hopefully I go back around every year or two. Probably I went back in 2020, so about every two years. But my kids are like, can we come back every year, please? I'm like, hell yeah. You know, especially during the fall time, the fall Foyalage, is that what's called? My mom and I were trying to remember yesterday. Foyalage, foot lab. now I'm thinking balayage, but foyalage, whatever. It was so beautiful out there. It really was. So that was my weekend. I'm back to it. Again, that's why this episode was later. I went from Friday to Wednesday. We just got back. So next week we will be back on time, either Mondays or Tuesdays. <laughs> After the full moon. So let's talk about this full moon in Aries. I think this is going to be a really, really spicy 
full moon and a spicy week. Um, mostly good. I mean, when I say spicy, these isn't, this isn't going to be energy that feels very down or sad or gloom. This might be a little more angry, aggressive, but also like highly sexual. You know, I think this is going to be like one where we get some shit done, get some things ironed out. Especially before the Mars retrograde. <laughs> I'm way more nervous about Mars retrograde than Mercury retrograde. Eve, I I mean, I, I affect, you know, we affect it. We feel the Mars retrograde every time. I'm sorry, the Mercury. But Mars is a whole different ballgame. And we'll get to that when we have that episode in about two weeks. <sighs> Full new moon in Aries. We're going to be really feeling this on uh Friday, well into Monday night, it's actually officially full at 4.54 p.m. on Sunday. That's when it's technically going to be at its fullest, I guess. I'm hoping that's Eastern time because I'm like, wait, it won't even be dark here yet. But maybe it's supposed to be (laughs) a.m. I like wrote it down off my calendar. I'm like, wait a second. In Philadelphia, it won't even be dark yet. But nevertheless, somewhere that is when it's going to be the fullest. And we're going to be feeling this again Friday night into Monday night. Saturday and Saturday night into Monday morning, we're going to feel the more, most intensely about this. But again, we're going to really start feeling this Friday. Um, we're going to be this one is really going to be highlighting some deeper ancestral family pain patterns and karma. First of all, we got Mars. Mars is the activator. Mars activates things. It activates pain. It activates trauma. It activates shit that we need to see inside of ourselves in order to gain some deeper awareness or remove all those things. It usually just shows us not the most fun things. Now, we have a sextiling Saturn retrograde, which is going to bring a more positive, right? It's not going to be deep, hard s- sorrow, but um, more like keen awakening. And then we got this opposite Venus, okay, and Libra. That's what's making it a little bit intense. And with the Saturn there, that's why I'm saying we're getting some deeper ancestral family pain patterns and karma, opposite, and that's opposite Libra. So it's really going to be our patterns around love and all things love, not just romantic love, but the way we accept love from our children, the way we love our children, the way we accept and love our parents, our friends, our family, and our romantic partners. So all of our patterns around love are going to be revealed maybe not all of them maybe it's just one of them maybe it's five hopefully it's just one because five is a little bit intense to feel all at once but hopefully just one and when i say we're going to see your patterns we're going to see the hows the whys the when the because in ourselves and others right how why when because in all of our patterns of all love, how do I love that way? Why do I do it that way? Why do I choose the, those people? When do I choose to be loved? When, because I do that. So you get what I'm saying. All those answers, they might come up, especially when we walk a path of self-awareness. Now, some of you might be listening to this and be like, wait, how do I even know? For those that are new, when we talk about these things, when we awaken these things, we start to see something. When I talk about it, all of a sudden you acknowledge it. So if you're not even sure how this is going to show up, don't even worry about it. It will just show up the way it needs to show up. And then because we you listen to this podcast episode, because we have this awareness, you're going to say, oh, when it does pop up, when those thoughts pop up, when those you know actual patterns show up, you acting out on these patterns, you're going to say, oh, that's what she was talking about on this episode. That's where I need to look a little bit deeper at, you know? We can have some painful realizations and um, however, we got to stop being scared of pain. 
Stop being scared of the word pain. Every day we have a transit that is positive or negative, good or bad, light or dark. I know everyone hates the word bad, dark, negative, but what else are we going to talk about? How else are we going to label the other side of light and happiness and joy? There has to be both. So I am not scared of that, and I'm not scared of the word of pain. You know I talk about it on this podcast. So I think so many times we're so afraid to feel pain, like we're going to die of that feeling. We're not going to die at all. In fact, once we get past it, which you'll be surprised once you allow yourself to feel how fastly you actually kind of get through it and through the moment of it, and then that releases, and then the peace that comes afterwards becomes more addictive. It feels so freeing. So we need to let go of being scared to feel pain. We can't. It is important. It, it adds character. It shapes us. It makes us stronger. I know some of you are like, all right, Colleen, we're not feeling pain on the level that you like to feel it. You sick. Fuck. I'm just kidding. But <gasps> Shh. Abram, it's my podcast. I can swear if I want to. Shh. Be quiet. Sorry, my son's in his tent. And he just said, ah, oh, even though he says that word worse than I do. But um, if you have, you know, when you allow yourself to feel that hard stuff, it's oftentimes why we're so scared is because we're pushing it off. We're just so scared we're going to die from it. We are not going to die from that feeling. And in order to grow stronger, grow through something, grow past something, spread our wings of love and happiness and peace, we have to feel pain. That's just what we have to do. And again, each time you do it, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And now you're not scared. For the most part, even now, when I know I'm about to experience something painful, like whether it's a something on my, uh, you know, just a pattern or whatever, I'm not scared anymore. I'm like ready. I even have talked to myself. Okay, if I do feel it, what am I scared of? What's going to happen if I feel that? What's going to be the worst if we just face the truth of anything, the truth of someone else, the truth of ourselves, the truth of work, friends, patterns. It's the truth. But the truth really does set you free. As well as my other favorite thing is the, um, what, what's that saying? At first the truth will piss you off and then it sets you free. So added to that, added to that, um, I'm sorry, if you could hear that in the background, I'm about to throw my pen at my son because he turned on his candy machine and I am taking that away from him. I cannot believe he just did that. So you can hear that in the background. That is very bad. Sorry about that, guys. Anyways, back to this. So, we have to also, when we take this pain, when we, when we feel pain, we have to learn that this is a painful moment, not a painful life, okay? Again, it's a painful moment. It's not a painful life. All we have truly is this moment. From now, me recording this podcast episode and is all I have at this moment. The next moment will be when I walk out that door or when I get ready for work or I get my kids ready for work. What we need to understand is we have to take this painful moment. We feel overwhelmed by emotions, sadness, all of those things. So we, instead of fighting it, say, I can't feel this because it's going to make me have a painful life. No, 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 no. You sit in that moment. You cry. You think about it. Do whatever it is. And then when you're done, you say, I just had a painful moment. This is not a painful life. And then you go about the rest of your day. Now, you may have five more moments like that where you got to pause yourself, go to the bathroom, get it together, and then say again, this is a painful moment, not a painful life. You have to remind yourself of that. This is a painful moment, not a painful life. Because we can get so lost in the pain again, thinking it's going to take over. 
when all this is, is a moment. These are moments. We have happy moments. We have sad moments. We have alive moments. We have painful moments. We don't have those in life. We don't have those in days. We literally have them in moments. So when you're feeling that this weekend, you're feeling the truths, you're seeing the truths that you didn't want to see. You know, again, Mars reveals those truths and in full moons, they illuminate the truth. They bring about the truth. So Seeing the truth when you're seeing something, just say, okay, this is a painful moment, not a painful life. That's going to be the big thing again. We're going to see some patterns in our love. And remember, painful moment, not a painful life. I feel like I said it enough so you guys can get inside your mind. Arguing for fun, you know. Also, I feel like this full moon in Aries might give us a preview of what Mars retrograde is going to look like. I'm not totally sure, but this is something that came to me. The full moon illuminates, right? We have it in Aries sign. It's going to be opposite Venus. And Mars retrograde is in Gemini. It's going to be spending that time in Gemini. So wherever Mars is in your chart, it's going to highlight some certain things. So I feel like this weekend, when we have this full moon in Aries in Mars's sign... We're going to get a little preview of what's going to come for Mars retrograde. Mars, again, is the activator, the shitster, the all kinds of things. So when it's full moon, when when our feelings are heightened, when things are getting illuminated, we pay attention, write it down, see what really happened. Because I think in there, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to do it for myself, there are going to be maybe some themes that we can take or expect over Mars retrograde. Just want to put that out there. If you want to write down what happened, keep it there. I think that there might be a little bit of some themes there. Um, And again, it's going to be a sexy weekend for sure. This is definitely going to be one to go have some fun, some spice with your lovers, or maybe go out there and find one. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about Pluto stationing direct. And then Pluto today, we're going to feel in the next couple of days, trining Mercury retro. So I'm sorry, Mercury is not in retrograde anymore, just trining Mercury direct. Again, there's something with maybe over Mercury retrograde. There's some arguments, some things you got into, or some things you really saw highlighted that you wanted to let go. When it trines Pluto and then Pluto stations direct on Saturday, we're definitely going to have the power and the will force, the will power, <laughs> the force to end things, to make those changes, to not be scared of our darkness anymore. And I feel as though, you know, these two transits are also going to be a little bit light at the end of a very dark tunnel. You know, you're, you see it, you're sitting there, you're like, how am I going to get out of this tunnel? How is it going to come? And then you're going to find out there's some light at the end of the tunnel. And I got to tell you, the light is usually our perception. <laughs> Nine times out of 10, the light at the end of the tunnel is our perception. And something switched our perception around. I can tell you that. Um, seeing the change in our shadows or a shadow shift. Um, we normally maybe behave or act a certain way when something happens. And maybe it will happen. And we act a totally different way. That's how we know we grow and change. And, you know, powerful, heartfelt endings cathartic, you know, really ending something in yourself or ending something with someone that is not good for you, something toxic. Again, strong, sexy talk of every, any, of all kinds of energy. You're going to be strong this weekend. Also a, I believe in myself, power talk. Um, Watch out for aggression this weekend, especially when it comes to relationships and fighting. You might want to, um, you know, it's opposite Venus and Libra. So, 
And Venus is in Libra, so she's strong, she's happy, she's supported. So whatever fights might happen aren't going to be something that are going to be detrimental, hopefully, or last too long. But again, maybe show us our patterns that are going to be highlighted this weekend. So watch out for some aggression um, or just quick to fight in our relationships or quick to just like get a little bit snarky. Um, and again, we just left a really strong Venus-Mercury theme for the last couple weeks, months, and now we're headed towards a Mars theme that's going to take us out through the rest of the year. We have the eclipse in Scorpio, its other signs. So again, Mar Mars retrograde. We're headed towards some aggression, some shadow, some excitement, and it's not all Mars isn't all bad. It's mostly bad with good. That's the thing. The malefics are, you know, their first instinct is to bring darkness, bad you know, switch things up, but they have a whole other positive side. Now the benefics, right? You know, your Venus, Jupiter, their first instinct is to being really, really good, but then they can have a whole other, you know, dark side. So I'm not just picking on Mars. That's just the nature of its planet. <laughs> we have to accept that the good and the bad. So, um, yeah, I'm ready for the end of the year. It's been a good, I think 2022 has been a good year. It's definitely been a good reopening of the year since COVID. I can't believe we're headed towards three years since the beginning of that. And three years, you know, three years ago, I started this podcast and it was the Hair Healer podcast. And it's so funny how life evolves and changes. And I'm so happy because when I started this three years ago in the fall and I was recording at uh, the salon with clients, I was like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be like the next top show next to Joe Rogan in like a week. That's literally what I thought. But my podcast had to evolve, change and grow over these last three years as I did, especially with astrology. So I'm so happy it took its time. I'm so happy it didn't all take off. And that's the reflection. Everything works out exactly the way it should. Remember that even when it feels like it doesn't, eventually you have the hindsight, the clarity to see that it actually did. So remember that everything works out just right on time, just when it should, exactly when it needs to be. I hope everyone has a fabulous week. Sorry if that felt a little short. I guess not. We're at 22 minutes, so not too short. And I hope that was filled. Um, sorry I brought it to you a little bit late, but better late than never. And I hope everyone has a good full moon. Member. It's a painful moment, not a painful life. I love you all and have a fabulous, fabulous weekend. 